What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Creating Wealth Podcast, where I, Kyle, from Kyle Curtin Real Estate, interview local top dogs in the real estate investing, wealth building, and personal finance industries. Let's build together. Welcome to episode 14 of the podcast. Today, I am interviewing Zachariah Narowski. He is a really crazy entrepreneur with tons of different projects going on out of Connecticut. There's tons to be learned in this episode for people across all industries and skill sets, especially business owners. I hope you enjoy. Let's jump right into the episode. So, you know, kind of like a little bit about you, um, you know, like, what do you do? If you could tell me a little bit about kind of like what you started off with, um, you know, yeah, kind of a little bit of your backstory. Sure. I mean, um, I started with acting, uh, modeling and acting has always been a passion of mine, um, you know, ever since I was really young. And um, what I saw with that was um, the opportunity to make, you know, passive residual income through royalties. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, who, who wouldn't like that, you know? So um, I started with that in high school and, um, you know, um, I, I graduated, well, I gravitated more towards the, uh, the restaurant industry. It's like, you know, it's one of those things where for some reason people that are servers and bartenders just love, you know, modeling acting, it's like peanut butter and jelly. Um, so, you know, I've been in the restaurant industry most of my life and, um, it's, it's been really well to me and, um, you know, before the virus and, um, you know, it's, it's through the restaurant industry where I met one of my mentors, uh, Mr. Jeff street, um, who really took me under his wing. Um, people say that you need to start by loving yourself before you could really, you know, love anyone else. And that's definitely something that, that resonates with me very well. The only thing about that is, you know, it's kind of like you want, you don't want to just love yourself for who you are at the time. You know, maybe you want to fix yourself. You want to better yourself, you know, grow personal development. And that's something that he really helped do for me was put me on that track. Um, so, you know, he's a great guy, great mentor. Uh, we talk every day and, um, you know, he introduced me to the, another concept of residual passive income, um, which really just was right up my alley. Um, so by acting um, and being at the restaurant, I'm also, you know, a publisher. I publish some books to um, the Kindle, which, uh, you know, is just more passive income. Mm-hmm. Um, and you could tell with, you know, working at the restaurant, it's kind of like earning a commission in a sense, getting tips and stuff like that. But um, one thing he told me, you know, and, and pointed out to me is that the only problem with that is what if I don't go to work the next day? You know, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not, I'm getting paid on my efforts for that night. I'm, I'm necessarily, I'm technically um, exchanging my time for money. Yeah. Um, that's something I didn't want to do anymore, you know? So, um, you know, fast forward, um, he just, you know, he introduced me to a simple concept, a concierge service that really um, resonates very well with real estate. And of course, real estate was always something that was on my mind because it's like, you know, it's just who doesn't want to be a landlord? Who doesn't want to, you know, own something, own an asset that's constantly generating, um, you know, income and something of the sort. I just mm-hmm. didn't have the money, you know? Yeah. Um, so it really comes down to just, you know, starting somewhere. Um, and, you know, I've been working with Mr. Street for, um, you know, um, it'll be two years um, in 10 days. So, you know, it's definitely very interesting. And um, honestly, I wouldn't recognize the person that I was, you know, two years ago prior to meeting him. That's incredible, you know, to really like kind of see the world in a different way in such a short amount of time. You know, it's crazy, man. Like it only takes really like one person that to completely change your life. And, you know, it, it seems like you've definitely been through that and are on a really crazy path. <laughs> oh yeah so what um how did you kind of find out about like the royalties and stuff like that kind of like concept like did somebody kind of like tell you about it like like first like the first time oh for, like originally when i was younger yeah yeah um 
Well, I mean, you look at Hollywood actors and stuff like that, and it's like, oh my gosh, you know, um, I love Ryan Reynolds. You know, he's an amazing actor, really, you know. Um, and you, you look at how they get paid, you know, and for a lot of people, um, you look at the big Hollywood actors, they usually, they'll get a small royalty, but at the same time, they get a big, excuse me, big check all at once. Um, but I just basically went on Google. I went on, um, you know, websites, anything I could, just trying to figure out ways to make income while I sleep like mailbox money, you know, do something one time and continue to get paid on it, you know, forever and ever and ever. And um, it's something that I thought was like, like a fairy tale at first until I really started to look more and more into it. Because, you know, it's like, I, it's like, I could call it the hamster wheel, you know, we're stuck working a nine to five, nine to five, nine to five. And then you got the person that's like, well, I work 11 to three, ha ha ha. Like, <laughs> great, you know, who cares? <laughs> at the end of the day, it's like, you know, you're still trading your time for money. You're letting somebody else dictate what you are worth. And that's something I didn't want to do. I mean, um, you know, both of my parents, you know, they'll easily work 70 to 80 hours a week. They'll get overtime, which is honestly a blessing. You know, so many people nowadays are out of work and they're going through hardships with the, the virus and stuff like that. So it really is a blessing to be able to work and, you know, provide for your family. Um, but, you know, neither one of them were able to educate me on the concept of just, for example, real estate or passive mm -hmm. income, residual income. Uh, my mother told me, work hard, you'll get what you want. So, um, you know, I went off to college, I did a year, I didn't like it. I'm like, you know, I'm setting myself up to work and trade my time for money. Maybe this, this profession will allow me to trade my time for more money, but it's not going to solve my problem of, you know, how can I go out there and be able to travel at 30? You know, I don't want to retire at 60 and travel, you know, that, yeah. that was just my mindset, you know? Yeah, that's, that's really insane, man. I, I actually kind of did the same thing. I did one year at community college and was like, yeah, no, <laughs> not happening. <laughs> but you're right, though. It, like, it's such a higher level thinking. And like, it, you're totally right. You know, it sounds like a fairy tale. Like, it sounds like, you know, people are crazy when they talk about this kind of stuff. But that's because it's so untraditional, but realistic, depending on how you look at it. Exactly. And um, it's just, I mean, you know, like even like, like your parents might not have known, you know, about that kind of thing. Like, it feels like this is all like one big secret kind yeah. of sometimes. And like, exactly. you know, <laughs> it's crazy, but like the information is out there. Mm -hmm. you know, it's just like, you know, all it takes is kind of one person or, you know, reading one book or look at uh, like re uh, listening to one podcast or whatever to, to set the spark. And then you just want to keep knowing more over and over again. And exactly. One thing yeah it's other. insane yeah. <laughs> yeah. so to go right off of that what is your drive and your vision for the long term what's your why uh, well my why um my why is definitely my family uh you know my daughter is 17 months um, we're expecting my son in two weeks so you know nervous confused everything just wrapped up into one you know <laughs> um but that's that's something that really i can if i backpedal a little bit um, you know, I met Jeff. Jeff came into the restaurant that I was working at um, just, I think it was two weeks after finding out I was going to be a father. So, you know, I'm working 50, sometimes 60 hours a week between different restaurants and stressed out. And, you know, so it was like perfect timing. But um, that, you know, that's just it is I want I don't want my daughter or my son to ever have to work a day in their lives unless they want to go find something, you know, go do something you want to do. It's like, you know, um, oh, I want to be, you know, whatever. But it's like, oh, well, that, that's a low paying job. You got to do something more. It's like, no, that's what yeah. you want to do. Go do it, you know? So um, that's where the, the concept of passive residual income comes in. Um, I've always thought of, you know, starting multiple businesses and stuff like that. But um, the only thing in, in my industry now, I work with a lot of business owners 
And what, um, what we're able to provide those business owners is basically a means of getting out of that. Um, you know, it's, you're not, I wouldn't necessarily say that you're in, um, you know, the hamster wheel there, you're, you are the boss, but it's still, you know, does the business own you or does it, do you own the business, you know? Um, so that, that's kind of, you know, that's where my head's been at is I want to be a business owner, but it's like, you know, it, it could be twice as demanding. You're making more money, but again, it's more demanding on your time. And, you know, I, I don't want to be that dad that's like, you know, oh, you know, oh my gosh, I get to eat dinner with my father, but I don't get to, you know, see him any other time, you know? So again, yeah. it, it comes back to that concept of, you know, doing research, trying to figure out, you know, how could this not be my reality? Because people say, oh, that, that's how it is. You know, the man has to work or, you know, um, and I've always wanted my fiance to be a stay-at-home mom. And she always said, it's not possible. You know, it can't work. It can't work. You know, we, we live in, you know, 2019, she said at the time, like, I need to work to provide. Um, yeah. And, you know, and thankfully with Jeff's help and the mentorship and the system that him, that he has built, um, you know, I was able to replace, you know, her, her income, her salary. And it's been a blessing, you know, and it's funny because, you know, she supports my decisions and everything hundred percent, but you know, she just like, look, just, it's not realistic. You know, I want, I'll follow you anywhere, but you know, this isn't a thing. I said, all right, I'm going to prove it to you. I'm going to figure something out. You know, I don't know what I'm going to do yet. And then of course, two weeks later, there's Jeff, <laughs> you know? So, I love that, man. You're, you're totally right. You know, it's only, it's almost like that was like really meant to be, you know, that like you were having that conversation and then right after, you know, it, it, it just started to, you know, start something really crazy. Oh, yeah. You're totally right. I mean, like, I feel like, you know, life is way too short to be unhappy, you know, working a job and everything. And like, it's, I mean, we only get a short amount of time on the earth, you know what I mean? Like, so I don't really understand why, um, you know, people would not necessarily um you know try to like find an alternate route to take mm -hmm. uh you know that might be it might take twice the work but it might be a lot more enjoyable you know like long term yeah. and everything and then like you said you know to be able to to make that um to create that kind of lifestyle for your your children as well you know to not really be ever strapped for money and um you know i, I feel like definitely like the time aspect of that too is really important you know to be able to to be there with them and watch them grow up and everything and still, you know, have things working in the background and, you know, be able to step away from certain things. And yeah, that's, that's insane. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's such a, a really big picture thinking. And like, I wish everybody kind of knew about this, mm -hmm. you know, exactly. and like what was possible and oh, it's yeah. a whole nother world out there. <laughs> oh yeah. That's it. It's all, you know, sometimes it just takes, anything, you know, just a thought, um, a hope, a dream, just to open your eyes to just things that, you know, it, it's definitely, it, it's just one thing that's kind of a little bit off topic, but you know, why don't they teach us taxes in high school? You're right. You know, what, you know, why, but you know, that's just how it is. The, the curriculum, that's how it is. So people just say, all right, well, there's the path. I know this, they, they're hopeful. You know, they say, Hey, if I go start my own business, maybe I could sell it off when I'm 50 and I'm free. I don't got to work till 65. It's like, but 50 is still, a little bit getting up there for, for my liking anyways, you know, yeah, no power to you, but you're thinking if I do this for 30 <laughs> years from 20 years old, I'll be good. It's like, what? <laughs> to me, that, that blows yeah. my mind. But you know, that's just it is people just see, they see, we see the same end goal, but they want to follow that path. And I get, I guess in my, my opinion or my thought process on that, those people are that it's safe. You know, they think, Oh, if I just can't constantly do this for 30 years, I'll get a pension. If I keep doing the same thing I'm doing now, I'll be secure. 
and that's just it. I've always been, you know, that risk taker. I've always been that person that says, you know what, follow me. We don't need that path. I'm going to clear a path right to these trees. We know where we're going. We know where we have to go, the direction, but you know, I'm not afraid of the uncertainties, you know? Exactly. I, I totally agree with you. And, you know, kind of to your point, like I've kind of adapted the mindset that like, you're always going to be working. Um, you know, even if like your ventures and stuff don't work out, like, I mean, something still has to put food on the table, you know what I mean? But exactly. like, if you just keep pushing to, to create something, like eventually something's going to hit, Yeah. you know? So like, why not um, like kind of veer away from, I guess, like the path a little bit and take some risks, you know, right. and like try and attempt to make something better for yourself. And if not, I mean, yeah, you know, like you'll have that W2 job or, you know, whatever in the background or that you're going to have to work anyways. But what if you could create something that you enjoy, you know, that could actually support you, you know, the same as the W2 job that you might not have liked so much and maybe and then some, you know, like I just I don't really understand the mentality of, um, you know, just kind of like the, the safety. And that's how most people are, you know. Yeah, And it's especially, you know, after like the whole Corona outbreak and everything and like tons of people losing jobs and everything. Like, I hope this kind of like starts to beg some questions on like, how do I be secure? Exactly. Um, you know, if something like this, like another unknown event were to happen, because um, I mean, if, you know, like super bigger picture, like if you only have that one job, that's only one leg to stand on. Exactly. And like, what happens if like the company closes or you know, you get laid off or, you know, like if, if that and whatever, you know, like, mm -hmm. the, and I mean, I feel like in this day and age too, even one source of income isn't close to enough. Yeah, exactly. You know, like it's not stable. I mean, exactly. Yeah. People working two to three jobs and I, I just, it's just not a life. I've done it. Of course, I've been there and stuff like that. And in that mindset, it's like, I'm going to work very hard now. If I, if I work a bunch of jobs, now, I could retire early. It's like, I mean, it's a good thought. At least I was on the right track when I was 16 years old saying, hey, if I work multiple jobs now, I can save money now. I can do this, this and that now. You know, I can get ahead of my thought process. So I've, I've had that thought process, but, you know, it never solved my problem. And at that point, I didn't realize it was a problem. I just thought I need to face reality that the only way to get ahead with anything is to just work super hard. I have to put in 60 hours a week. That's that's it, because the average person will put in 40. You know, I got to go yeah. above, you know, above and beyond. Yeah. Mm -hmm. definitely what are your thoughts on building relationships and expanding your network um i mean i'm just going to go out there and say what you know a lot of the um you know i would say intelligent people say about that um your network is your net, net worth that's it mm -hmm. you know it's it's really comes down to who you know you look at you go to get a job a w2 job and they want references you know like and that's for a reason you know you, you want to have credibility um, and it, it comes down to really anything entrepreneurial, anything business wise, if I was to go open, you know, um, a cell phone store, you know, people, I, I need to let people know I'm open, you know, and by having that network, you know, if I post on Facebook or Instagram, and I have two followers, I have two friends, great, you know, two people now see it, are they going to come who knows, to you know, support their friend. But, you know, by building a big network, it's like now more people are aware of what you do. And at the same time, you're able to give that back to them. And I feel like that's what um, our industry of our entrepreneurship industry, if you'll call it, that's what yeah. we need. We need more entrepreneurs supporting other entrepreneurs. Um, 
you know, it, it's just at the end of the day, that's what it's going to come down to. And by expanding your network, that's what it's going to do. It's going to just make people aware, um, you know, that you're out there, you know? Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, you know, and like the amount of doors that open and stuff, once you start to kind of like know everybody is it's insane. Like you, you never know. I mean, again, you know, stemming back to, um, like your mentor, like you met him and everything changed. Exactly. You know, like all it takes is one person or, you know, one person finding out about something that you do, you know, even if it was like an Instagram post about something that you're doing or whatever, like you never know, like who's watching and who's out there. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, like if you, you know, just kind of put yourself out there and like just build that base, you know, as big as possible and then just just keep growing it over time. Uh, I mean, the world's your oyster at that point. Like, exactly. You know, and it it's, it's a ton of fun to kind of you know, like find out everybody's stories and like see what everybody's doing and see if you can help them out and everything and, you know, just help each other out because we all want to get to, you know, certain points. So why not get there together? Exactly. You know, <laughs> and if anything, you need others to get there, you know, and they need you just as well. You know, you can do it by yourself, but you know, it's, I feel like it's way much, it's way easier and it's more fun to do with others, you know? Oh, totally. The big thing yeah, that and- tells me is if you help enough people get, to where they want to go, you'll eventually get to where you want to be. It's, it's, it's kind of like karma, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. You know, it'll just come full circle. You know, like even just by be, like being a good person and trying to help people out and everything, like it's, it's insane, you know, when things start to happen for you, mm-hmm. it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to our next question. Um, so this one, it's, I'm going to kind of like broaden it a little bit because I know you have, you know, a couple different things that you're into. Um, what do you consider to be the biggest variable in expanding your clientele? Or I guess you could say maybe like people learning about your business or, you know, it's pretty up to you. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, so, I'm sorry, could you repeat the biggest variable you said? Yep. Yeah. Um, so kind of like the biggest variable for expanding your clientele. Sure. Um, so as we talked a little bit about it, um, so I work a lot with, um, you know, people, realtors, um, you know, investors of the sort. Um, and, you know, I basically have a, a franchise concierge service and all that allows me to do by, you know, um, basically getting the word out there is, you know, we're able to provide an extra level of service, uh, service for, um, you know, the clients of realtors and stuff like that. We're able to help realtors um, provide more value, but at the same time, create an additional stream of income for themselves. Um, you know, usually realtors just outsource all the services. Um, you know, we're really big in the service space. Uh, our nickname is the Amazon of the service space. Um, so yeah, basically by, um, you know, just networking, kind of like how we met, um, you know, just yep. always being aware of what's going on. Um, I'm happy to help realtors on um, the same way they've added value to me. Um, and it's just basically exp- like, it's like, um, say you're selling life insurance, you know, um, it's like spreading the word, let people know that, hey, this guy sells life insurance. Next thing you know, um, you know, you're getting referrals, you're referring them clients. Hey, you're trying to sell a house. You know, my buddy can definitely help you out. Um, yeah. So basically I don't, did I hit all the points there or <laughs> totally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's a really big one. You know, just everything's like a, a continuous, um, like value add to people and, you know, yeah. then that starts to build those relationships and then those people start to, you know, like refer to you and, you know, it just, what goes around comes around, you know, in, in both ways, I feel like, <laughs> you know, definitely. Um, ooh, what is the most important lesson that you've learned over your career so far? 
if you had to pick one? <laughs> I'd say consistency. Um, okay. You know, it's, it's like if people say Rome wasn't built in a day. Um, you know, things don't just, I mean, I guess for some people it could happen, but um, things don't just come your way. You know, opportunity will present itself, um, but, you know, you have to, you know, seize the moment. Um, it's kind of like how I'll say that, you know, it's 50% well, the way that I, I imagine it is it's 50% commitment and, you know, um, perseverance. The other half of it is having the correct vehicle, having something that you can utilize. You know, I can go in, I don't know, try to build a house out of sticks. It's like, it can still get blown over by the wind, but, yeah. you know, I try to build a house out of bricks and, you know, let's say it's, it's harder because they're heavier and stuff. It's going to take me a bit longer, but I'm build, building a solid foundation, you know? Um, it's definitely something, um, that, uh, trying to formulate the words. <laughs> it's definitely <laughs> something that I would say like that formula, that 50, 50 formula, it's just so huge to me. And it's one thing that I like to teach other people about is, um, you know, having the right vehicle, you know, cause I, I've been through so many different vehicles, as you know, um, I had to find the right thing that worked for me and, um, that, you know, I can help work for others, you know, it's all, everyone's different at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely totally agree. Um, you know, and like staying consistent, even like if certain vehicles and stuff don't work out for you, like just, you know, just keeping at it and staying consistent and finding like, you know, like you just said, the ones that do and the ones that really work good for you and like adapting with those is, is huge. <laughs> I really like that 50%, um, like analogy, like yeah. idea kind of thing. <laughs> How do you define wealth? Wealth. Um, <laughs> first thing that comes to mind when you hear wealth is money, you know, oh, you're wealthy, you're wealthy, you're wealthy. To me, wealth really is, it breaks down to, you know, having not as much like being a millionaire, but more about being stable, comfortable and having time. Mm -hmm. Um, time to me is the most valuable thing. You know, you can't get it back. You can trade it for money and other things, but at the end of the day, um, you know, me personally, I'd be comfortable in a small, you know, a small little house just with my family. The, yeah. the ability to just not have to think about money and just be able to spend, you know, do whatever we want when we want. That's basically what it comes down to. Um, you know, that to me, that's wealthy. See, someone says, oh, I'm wealthy, I'm wealthy. It's like, you know, how often do you see your children? Do you see them as much as you'd like? You know, maybe you want to get away from, I don't, you know, everyone's going to be different, but yeah. that's just me personally, how I, I define it is that I guess the freedom it's freedom to choose what you want to do. You know, so maybe some people want to be at the office extra long to get away from the wife, you know, that, that's between them and, you know, but, yeah. um, but having that freedom to choose what you want to do, that to me is wealth. I like that answer a lot. Definitely. Um, it's, you know, it's, it's pretty crazy. Um, you know, being able to have that kind of choice and, you know, like you said, it, it's definitely different for everybody, but being able, I feel like kind of like, you know, having like the balance, um, you know, to be able to like, I guess, decide what you want to do with your time and as well as, you know, not being it, not, uh, not having to worry about, you know, what you can do or what you can't do, depending on like your money and stuff like that. And exactly. yeah, I totally agree, man. That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to our next question. Uh, what are the most effective resources that have helped you the most far on your journey. I know we kind of talked a little bit about, you know, like the network and like mentoring and stuff, but leave it open. 
I'd say, um, bec well, because we tie so close to real estate, you know, concierge service, um, by no means are we restricted to just working with realtors and real estate. You know, everyone has bills, especially with the virus. That's why our business has been very lucrative. Um, everyone's looking to save money, you know, cell phone service, gas, electricity bills, um, you know, cable. It's just, um, you know, it, it's really about, I would say, happy clients. You know, mm -hmm. um, for example, I know that you're from Mass. Um, I've actually talked, I had a client, um, it was like five or six months ago. Um, you know, I was, I was able to help him save 65% in his electric bill. Now, of course, disclaimer, everyone's going to be different. You know, I don't know yeah. who your provider is. It's always going to change. But at the end of the day, um, he's like, hey, you know, my, my friend referred, my friend uh, gave me your name. Um, he gave me a call. Hey, my friend gave me your name. Um, could you look at my bill, please? You know, da, da, da. And, you know, that's just it is I, I feel it's, it's happy customers, happy clients and anything of the sort. And that's why we tie so closely with real estate, because, you know, as a realtor, you know, you want to stand out. You could have yeah. so many people, you know, the, the, um, the market itself is very, you know, crazy right now. And it's a great time um, to be in real estate, in my opinion. But, um, you know, there's a lot of competition and you definitely want to be able to stand out. Um, so that's why I'm really, I'm really close with realtors and stuff like that, because they want to have that, that extra level of service. If they can get their client as like a, you know, a welcome gift for uh, their new home and stuff like that, or, um, you know, anything of the sort, um, you know, so that, that's basically what it comes down to is just happy, happy clients, happy people, happy partners, you know, a lot of real, that's the thing. Imagine being able to get paid a percentage of, um, you know, the mortgage every month of a client, you know, yeah. it's crazy. It sounds absolutely insane. Um, I definitely believe we have close to the next best thing, you know, help people save money on the utilities and then also make, you know, a small piece of those utilities. It's like, you know, getting paid on a client for the life of the client, you know, they're all things that, you know, we can't really pay off. I can pay off my car, but can't pay off my phone bill or my, you know, electric bill, you know, so. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, that's yeah. that's beautiful, you know, especially with everything going on and everything. And, you know, like like you said, people trying to save money and everything. Did you guys witness kind of like a, a pretty big um, like growth, you know, as everything oh, yeah. kind of I can imagine? <laughs> oh, yeah. My, well, yeah, my my team personally. Um, yeah, we had a, we had a pretty big growth. And of course, it's just people that are you know looking to save money. And then yep. it's people that are looking to make an additional stream of income. Um, so you know, client base and business partner base, we had a pretty, pretty great growth. Um, and, you know, and the key to that, of course, we just say is customer satisfaction, client satisfaction, you know, people, you know, what, what are you looking to do? I'm looking to do, I'm looking to save money. I'm looking to make money. I'm looking to do this. How do we go about it? It's like simple, you know, our websites, my website is just like an Amazon type uh, website. They can just go on there and shop for service right there. You know, we're, we're partnered with some of the biggest um, companies in, you know, around the country. So that's awesome. Oh my God. <laughs> what, um, I don't know if we kind of talked about it, but like, what kind of like opportunity, I guess, did you see, um, you know, for like the concierge service, like to, to like create something like that? Like, did you see kind of like a gap in the market? And, um, oh, sorry. Yeah. No, that's all right. <laughs> it was done. Oh, okay. Um, well, to me, when, when the opportunity was first introduced to me, um, you know, my mentor, Jeff, has been in business now for 15 years with the company. Um, yep. And I saw the company was in business for, you know, over 27 years now. Um, so I saw, you know, there's a reason, you know, so many businesses, they go out of business after a few years. Um, but you, you just see the perseverance, the consistency, and that's something that I really liked in their model and stuff like that. And I yep. saw it was something that anybody can do. 
um, because I have no background in real estate, of course. Um, it's something I've always wanted to do, but it's something I never had the means to do. Um, mm -hmm. So basically what I saw is opportunity in the sense that um, not really a gap in the market, but you know, these are, these are services that everyone's already using, you know? Um, so it's as simple as a question, you know, who do you have for cable? How much do you pay for this? How much do you pay for that? You know, stuff like that. And then when it, it really just circled into real estate so well, it's like, wow, this is a no brainer, you know, for me to just go and start to market, um, to network in the real estate market in the industry and stuff like that. Um, yeah. So, I mean, from there, it just kind of, uh, you know, it's like market research with anything, you know, if you want to know how to um, make your target audience and stuff like that. Our target clients are everyone, but, you know, potential partners now, of course, can be anyone, but real estate, it just, you know, peanut butter and jelly, you know? Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, that's, that's, that's awesome. Oh my God. <laughs> um, what values are most important to you when it comes to doing business? Um, honesty. Number one, honesty. I feel like nowadays it's just, it's not that there's a lot of dishonesty in, in the industry as a whole. I mean, you could look at what I mean by industry. I mean, I guess direct sales, um, you know, mm -hmm. marketing in general. Um, you know, honesty just ties into that customer and client satisfaction. Um, because, you know, there's so many people nowadays that, you know, they'll do anything to make a buck, you know, but when you, when you're out there, you're honest with people and, you know, you give that extra level of, um, you know, service to people, you show that you actually care about the person. Um, that's when you get referrals. That's when, um, you know, you'll get a repeat customer and stuff like that. So I, I definitely got to say honesty is one of the biggest things for sure. That's definitely a big one. Yeah. That's huge. It, it definitely, you know, ties everything together really nicely. Um, you know, when people can see that, like, you genuinely care for, you know, like their best interests and everything and helping them out. And, you know, the, the doors that open from something like that are, are crazy. Oh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> Definitely. Um, our last but not least question, Zachariah, we got, do you read? And what is your favorite business? Hold on. I'm sorry. Who's <laughs> calling me? All right um do you read and what is your favorite business investing or real estate book that you would recommend to anyone it's a tough one um <laughs> or even you know like a podcast or something too or you know <laughs> uh, well I'm, I'm torn between a couple um i love the 21 irrefutable laws of leadership that's definitely one that really um changed my mind a lot um my mindset a lot on um, mm -hmm. like the huge shift because um, you know, leadership's everything. And you, you just, you see how it's used in, you know, W2s, um, yep. you know, if you're managing a restaurant and stuff, you know, um, it's just, if you have poor leadership in the restaurant, it, you know, maybe it won't fail like right away, but it, it's not, it's not performing to its, what, to what it could be performing at, you know, um, it's, it's performing at a lower level just by having, you know, uh, weakened leadership. So it really taught me how to, you know, try to shape myself to become, you know, more of a leader to people, um, someone that people would want to work with. And that's definitely, I'd say, is the biggest one next to, of course, um, you know, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, you know. <laughs> 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 yeah, I'll have to check that one out. That sounds really interesting. Definitely oh, yeah. going to throw that one on the list. Um, you definitely read Rich Dad, Poor Dad, but... <laughs> <laughs> 
uh yeah yeah that one sounds really influential and um you know it, it definitely sounds really interesting mm-hmm. it's funny you say that about um like the leadership and like the business model too because i was listening to a podcast this morning and um the guy was actually mentioning he's like oh you know you can have like a business where the model isn't the best but your team and like the leadership is really good then it still might work out but it doesn't work the other way around you know if you have like a really good business model but your leadership isn't the best then it's probably not going to work out exactly yep wow (laughs) that's some heavy stuff (laughs) but um yeah, where could you be found on social media, Zachariah, or you know any of your other other ways to contact you? Social media, um, I'd say probably Instagram would be the easiest. Um, okay. Yeah, if you want to take you have you have me on Instagram. Um, besides that, I mean email is fine. Facebook is another great resource. Um, I'm all over social media. For, I'm not on Twitter. Um, for the most part, you know, I love social media. It's just um, just to what it's become. You know, over the years, of course, I'm 24 years old, so um, I, I remember you know, leaving my space for Facebook. And everyone's like, what are you doing? It's like, oh, it's a new thing, you know? <laughs> but I can't have music on my profile when someone's looking at it, you know? <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, um, you know, you have my Instagram. Um, feel free to um, drop it if you're going to put it in a description of our podcast, um, you know? Yeah, I totally will. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely drop all that. Um, I'll drop, like, the, the website to your concierge service or, you know, anything, you know, whatever works out best. You know, we'll talk after. But, yeah, Rob. Thank you so much for coming on here, Zachariah. You know, Thank it's, you for having me, man. it was a real pleasure, man. It's you have one heck of a story already. And <laughs> you know, you're already only 24. Like that's, it's just unbelievable. Thank you so much. <laughs> I appreciate it, man. All right, guys, that concludes our creating wealth podcast episode for today. I want to thank every single person that has listened this far. It really means a lot to know that people can learn from me and with me as we build wealth together. Hopefully you can take home at least one thing from this podcast that will improve your life just a little bit. If you could, please check me out on social. That's at Kyle Curtin Real Estate on Instagram, Facebook, and I'm on Bigger Pockets. Until next time, let's build together. <laughs>